0: Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Cuauhtémoc Núñez, back for another episode of El Tejano Down Under, and uh, I'm pretty sober for this episode, honestly, not like the previous episode, and if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. I did it with my younger sister, and I had just got my tooth pulled out from the dentist, so I was all drugged up on all kinds of different stuff, but this one, I'm pretty sober, just chilling, you know, still in lockdown here in Melbourne, which is very unfortunate, but that's alright, I'm still getting work done. I'm still doing what I can to maintain my sanity. I hope everybody's doing all right. You know, it's uh, October already, which is crazy. I swear yesterday was freaking May or freaking March. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, man. It's crazy how, how this time just freaking just flows by real quickly. And just in a blink of an eye, it goes half a year like that. So today I got a uh, very interesting story. I think I've talked about it very briefly on my third episode with my guest, Michael Tomalty, And then I had a guest spot on my uncle's podcast, Mindless Digital. And I spoke about it very briefly on that episode, too. But I wanted to sort of dive deep and give a bit more detail into the time that I crashed my car. And, uh, yeah, it was a very significant part of my life. Obviously, because uh, one, I almost died, and two, I should have died, but luck- luckily, or I shouldn't even say luckily, but by the grace of God, I'm still here alive today to tell the tale, and to give you guys an insight on what happened, and uh, so yeah, so I'll get right into it. So, I believe it was the year 2020, the year where there was many great things, and many shit things, mainly shit things for some people, but for me, it was... So-so. We'll just leave it like that. Um, and yeah, I had just got my driver's license. And um, I was feeling good, you know, as you do when you first get your driver's license. Here, it's a, it's very different for getting your license and whatnot. I won't go too much in the, into details, but I didn't get my license until I was 21. So I was a late bloomer, if that. And so... So yeah, so it wasn't, I had, I think I had just got my car then, maybe about a month or two beforehand, but I had a little Volkswagen Jetta, and uh, if you don't know what a Jetta is, just Google it, it's a little sedan, nothing too crazy, you know, it was good for a first car, you know, and, uh, but what really caught my attention from this car is that it was a diesel car, and, you know, I've always been into cars, here and there and obviously i didn't have my own car so i wasn't fully fully into it you know i just knew about things from different car companies and whatnot and you know i i knew it's not very common for cars to have diesel engines and i know especially for the u.s i never knew that diesel engines were a thing for actual cars i always thought they were just for trucks and so i said oh that that sounds pretty cool because i didn't really go see the car before i bought it Uh, It was my dad who went to go see it because I was I was working and it just the schedules never worked out. So I said, yeah, just go see it. If you like it, then I'll buy it. Or if you think it's a good buy, then I'll buy it. And um, sure enough, it was a nice car. I think it had like 120,000 kilometers. So that's probably like, let's say 80,000 miles, maybe. So it wasn't terrible. You know, It was pretty, pretty good looking car. Or it was, Yeah. Yeah, I think it was just about that, that many miles. But it was a good looking car. It was nothing fancy. It was pretty basic if anything. And so yeah, I just was rolling around for that with that for a while. And then got more into cars and especially diesel engines. You know, it's funny because these um the Volkswagen diesel engines, they call them TDI for turbo direct injection or some some shit like that. And there's a very niche community around them, and if you go on or if you go online, there's very specific forums for each of these cars, and you can literally just go on there, ask a question, and someone will get back to you. Like if you have any problems or just general stuff about about the Volkswagens in general, the the online community is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And there's been forums since the very beginning of the internet, and they're just beautiful. I can I can definitely see why uh, people like them so much. And unfortunately, I've become a nerd myself, um, purely just by chance, I, I guess. By chance. It wasn't that I just automatically woke up one day and was like, you know what? I like Volkswagens. They're cool. They're cool. No, it's just because I accidentally bought one, so... <laughs> That's the only reason why I got into them. But um, yeah, so fast forward, I believe it was July. Yeah, it was around July, 2020. I, um, I had the great idea. You know what? I think I should do my first modification to this car. And uh, I thought about getting like a diesel tune, but I said, no. Nah, I better just start with something, something small, but we'll make driving it a bit more fun. So I decided, well, I might as well do like a muffler delete And then i looked on these forums and they're like oh you might as well just take off all the mufflers and resonators because you're barely going to hear anything and so they said because it's got the turbo it muffles a lot of sound as is and you're better off just removing the mufflers anyway." so i said all right might as well so i went to an exhaust shop first and got a quote and everything like that went back and then eventually he he just did one muffler first and then he called me back to go have a listen i said oh he's like man it doesn't change a thing (laughs) it's still the same same level of noise so i was like all right cut off cut off the rest of the mufflers and just leave the cat though because i think it's illegal to drive around without a catalytic converter and um so i ended up doing that and yeah man it sounded okay it didn't sound didn't sound terrible but at the same time it's like it's just a diesel engine But I'll play this little clip here and you can hear how it sounded after I got it straight piped. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah so that was um uh, that was fun for a while or a while it lasted i should say but yeah like i said it wasn't really much anything special it just sounded like a little tractor or a freaking it just sounded like a truck now basically and so if it's not something that people are going to turn their heads to or anything but that's kind of what i wanted you know i just didn't want it to be super obnoxious i don't want to be like a honda civic at 3 a.m sounding like the freaking symphony like I got a bunch of trumpets in my back um. so it it was fine for them and you could just hear the little turbo spool also which is pretty sick you know I was like man that sounds awesome so every time I would let go of the accelerator it would just go <laughs> it would just make that little little cooing noise and i would be like man that's sick sounds awesome uh, well I believe it was a week or two after that pretty normal day nothing really Out of the ordinary, it was pretty cloudy that day, so I was like, oh, might as well go wash my car while I can before it rains, Um, which doesn't make sense, I know. But that was my mentality that day. I said, I got the time. I didn't start work until about, like, 12 o'clock that day. So in the morning, went to get the car washed, run a couple things here and there. And then, yeah, it was pretty chill. Went to work, but that was, like, the first month that I started at this job. At this barber shop, and yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's so far so good. My boss that I'm with um, there at that shop, I've worked with her in the, previously, so uh, we're pretty cool. You know, she if anything, she's probably one of the best bosses I've had so far in this barber industry. The one of my coworkers, Big Ant, he, um, me and him were both big car guys, so we're always talking shit about cars and we're giving each other shit. Cause he likes the jdm and i'm more into euro so it's like a classic uh, rivalry anyway and so we just give each other shit and we just talk about random stuff most of the time and random cars and whatnot whatever we saw on the road or i tell my aspirations of what i want to do with my car talk so hype it up so much and then never do anything which is usual and so uh so yeah i think so at that point, I had only had the straight pipes for about a week or so, I reckon. And I told my coworker, I was like, "Hey man, I'll do a pool in front of the shop." Cause that same day, I I got let go early because there it was just an empty spot, so no one got a haircut. So my boss was like, "Yeah, you can just leave early." I was like, "Perfect, perfect." And so I said, "Hey man, I'm gonna do a pool in front of the shop for you." And he's like, all right, whatever. Um, So yeah, so I go to my car, the parking lot, which is just down the road. And I I get in my car and I said, all right, I got to drive around for a couple minutes so it could warm up a little bit so it's not completely cold when I floor it. So I go down the street in the opposite direction of the shop. And at the end of the street, there's a roundabout. And on the roundabout, for like a millisecond i thought you know what maybe i should just go home i probably shouldn't be doing this right now it's late it was only like 7 30 but still it's it's late i should probably get home i'm tired and and in that same millisecond i decided nah i'll just go around the roundabout and come back around and do do the do the pool for the shop and so yeah so right at the light because it's a left-hand turn to get into the shop to to go in front of the shop so I just uh, light turns green and I go left and I'm only going about maybe 20 kilometers an hour not even going that fast just yet and um, my mistake was is that I broke the number one rule of racing and that is look where you want to go alright so I was looking Inside of the barbershop. To see if they was looking at me. Because I had honked a couple times also. And so. Because I was looking in there. I sort of veered off a little bit to the left. And this street. It goes from two lanes into one. Real quick. Right at the turn. And so instead of. Continuing to merge. Into that one lane. I just keep going left. To where my head was pointed to. And so I didn't realize but right as I floored it like I floored it immediately into a electricity pole <laughs> and it was in that instant that I put my foot down on the on the gas that it just and right before it kicked back boom I went straight into the into the freaking pole and uh because there was just so much force into it And because I had floored it right before I hit it, there was so much torque and power going into that hit that the actual pole just came straight down onto my car and broke off and then rolled off onto the street. And it, it was just crazy. Like, In that instant, my glasses just went flying because, you know, it's physics. And so I couldn't see anything. And luckily, the car had detected it was in an accident because obviously the airbags came off, airbags uh, deployed, and then the car just like locked up on itself, which is good, because otherwise, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't remember taking out the key or putting it in park or, or just braking in general. You know, it, it happened so quickly, I could not react at all. There was no time for me to react. And so, like, in that instant, I'm like, holy shit, I just got in a car accident. Like, I just got in a wreck. And I was like, whoa, what? Is this real? Am I am I alive? You know, it's like, is this reality? <laughs> am I tripping? <laughs> you know, and I was like, man, what wh- what is this? And that was all going through my mind in a matter of, like, five seconds. And instinctively I just like unbuckled and I got out the car and I was like oh my god and I ran inside the shop and <laughs> I I go in there and they're like you okay like what happened and I'm just like well that didn't go as planned <laughs> and so everyone was just making sure I was okay and I, I I was so out of it you know the adrenaline was just pumping like crazy I was just like hey I don't know what to do right now <laughs> And they all go outside and look. And mind you, the shop was full of people. They were still cutting in there. And there were still people just in there getting their haircuts. And I had just freaking crashed my car, like, literally five feet, ten feet away from the shop. And, man, that was so... At that that time, I didn't even think about, like, I didn't feel any shame at all, obviously, because, like, I didn't have any time to react, so I'm just like... My mind wasn't fully there, I guess, and so the last thing on my mind was being embarrassed that I just crashed my car in front of these people. So luckily, that didn't <laughs> luckily that didn't kick in. And um, yeah, cause it's not a super busy street, but there were still people at the other side of the road, on the opposite opposite lane who were coming the other way, and they were at a stoplight right there. So um, a couple of them came out and checked on me and uh there was the the wires were in the road so nobody could go in the other direction so um luckily someone was there and they called the the police and everything and of course the police showed up and whatnot and you know they had to do the alcohol breath testing they're like are you the driver of this vehicle they don't talk like that obviously because they're australian but i had to do all the breath tests and drug tests and all that sort of stuff and obviously i was sober I was clean because I had just came out of work, so, Um, yeah, I'm glad I don't drink after work, and, yeah, it was just crazy because they all just showed up, fire trucks, Uh, they didn't call an ambulance because I wasn't hurt, hurt, and they asked me, do you want an ambulance, I was like, nah, I probably shouldn't, and, because the only thing that I, luckily, you know, I'm very blessed that I, I didn't get any other injuries, but, the only thing that I got was like a scrape on my wrist from when I, I, I had the impact. And I guess my my grip wasn't strong enough and I just sort of went forward and my wrist just slid up against the steering wheel. So that was probably the only thing. Or it might have been from the airbag. Maybe it burnt my wrist or something. I'm not too sure how exactly it happened. But yeah, it was just the wrist that started to hurt or that was, uh, had the scratch on it and then later on it was uh the seatbelt <laughs> um obviously the force of the seatbelt held me back and so my chest was hurting for a couple of days after that but yeah at the scene at the scene of the of the wreck uh the the firefighters showed up and they're like hey so what happened and they disarmed the vehicle and everything to cut the battery off um and then yeah then i had to call my parents too cuz I was like, well, uh, that was very—that uh, was a hard thing to do. I was like, oh shit, I gotta call my parents now. Damn, they're gonna—they're gonna start tripping out. You know what I mean? And sure enough, I called them. I'm like, hey, I got in an accident. They're like, what? <laughs> they couldn't believe it at first, and then I was like, yeah, I got in a car accident. I was like, I'm over here by the barbershop, and they're like, how? And I was like, Man, don't ask no questions right now. I don't know what's going on so they luckily they came down and i don't live too far from the shop so it's probably about 20 minutes away and yeah so I, i'm just there talking with the police and everything and it was all pretty much just a blur one because i didn't have my glasses and i couldn't see nothing and two uh, it was my mind was just so out of it and that adrenaline like i said was just pumping like crazy and eventually I asked one of the cops I was like hey can I can I get my my um can I grab my my glasses (laughs) he's like yeah do what you want just be careful with the wire on the road and yeah so eventually it took me like 10 minutes to find my glasses because they were like they had they were on the whole other side of the freaking car I don't know how the hell they got there but they got there so it was it, it was just craziness madness I'll put a bunch of pictures up on um, on Instagram once that I once I upload the this episode and you can see how bad it was and how how crazy (laughs) and hectic things were. But um, but yeah, so my parents end up showing up and immediately like I see the firefighters are like, oh, they're like, oh, is that is that your parents car? I'm like, nah, nah, it's mine. Don't worry. And I was like, man, you're a bunch of assholes. I just got in a wreck and you're already giving me shit about it. I was like, man, what firefighters are y'all? But, uh, no, nah, they just... <laughs> I got pissed off in that in that moment. But, yeah, parents came and they had a look. And, of course, my mom was crying because, you know, I could have died, of course. And so they're like, man, we don't care about the damn car. We As long as you're okay, then that's fine, obviously. Um so yeah so it was just it was it wasn't was not very fun and then uh in the end the cops were like yeah we'll we'll see how we go in the morning i'll give you a call if we're going to give you a ticket or not and i was like all right cool man thanks (laughs) thanks so um then they're like oh by the way because your car's getting towed i would recommend taking out all your items or any items of value from the vehicle because uh, those things tend to go missing in the junkyards. So I was like, all right, fair enough, cool. First thing I went to go get was the subwoofer, of course. I ain't having nobody steal my damn subwoofer. I paid too much money for that stuff. I also tried to take out the radio, but <laughs> I it didn't. I didn't have any tools with me, so I couldn't. I couldn't take off all the screws and everything. But then the cop was like, oh, don't worry about the radio. They're not gonna steal your radio. So I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. But took out everything got all the weed from underneath the seat which by the way didn't have any (laughs) but the the jedi had a very good hiding spot underneath my seat it was like a little drawer underneath the seat oh my goodness that was so handy yes i took everything out and then pretty much just got in the car with my parents and it was a very quiet uh ride home because my dad was like well you've already learned the hard way. What more can I tell you? There's nothing really more that I can tell you that'll you know, that'll teach you more of a lesson. So I was like, well, you're not wrong. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, I got home, had a shot of tequila, and then I don't know what happened after that. I was just, I probably went to sleep or something. And then um, my boss called me the next day, and she told me that the electricity company was uh they shut down the whole block <laughs> of the electricity on the whole block and so uh she said don't bother coming into work today because we can't work I was like oh shit I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry I shut down the shop for the day and uh yeah it was crazy but but yeah but uh, in the end I was okay and then the cop called me the next day also he said uh yeah we're gonna give you a ticket for um I think the fence was Unable to control your vehicle or something like that, something along the lines of that, and so it was only like a two hundred dollar fine, but that's still a lot of money, yeah, so and I'm still trying to pay off the poll at the same time too, so that's uh already starting off really well <laughs> a year later, still gotta pay the damn poll um but yeah, so that's pretty much the time that I crashed my car. And I definitely will not forget it. You know, like I said, I'm very grateful and very blessed. You know, God definitely gave me a second chance in life. But look, every day is a second chance. But sometimes he just sends, he, he's he got to send me these things to wake me up a little bit. Get me out of my, out of myself. You know, obviously I was super, um, obviously I wasn't on the right path or something, but You know, God sends all of us these signs that just shake us up sometimes. And so I'm definitely, I definitely got shaken up for sure, you know. And so, you know, I'm definitely grateful that I'm still alive here today. And I'm able to tell these stories and actually tell them without, you know, getting PTSD or nothing. You know, it's just one of those events in my life that I just have to, that I'm never going to forget. And I'm always going to look back on them, so um yes ever since then though i'm i got a new car now so it's all good i have I stuck with volkswagen again i got my wagon i'm sure if you've seen it on my instagram or if you've been following my instagram you would have seen it a couple times or more than a few times i should say but it's a good car it's a good car you know and i can attest to the volkswagen five star safety rating now and so now i know that they're really sturdy cars but uh yeah thanks germany Thanks Germans for the Volkswagens. I won't go in too much into the history of Volkswagens, because if you really want to know who started Volkswagen, then um I recommend you do your own research, because uh, <laughs> you'll see you'll see when you Google it. But um yeah, so that's how that's how my life changed. <laughs> it's like, nah, nah, but for real. Like it's definitely one of those moments in my life where it just woke me up. And just made me realize that you just got to, that every day I just have to live it to its best, you know. It's very cliche, but the message is clear. The message is very clear. And so it's just very encouraging to have this opportunity to share this with y'all. And to, um, you know, if this can prevent someone else from having an accident, then hey, so be it. Just don't floor your car. <laughs> or don't be stupid. That's all. But that's definitely the one thing that I've learned is uh, try not to show off so much. You know, I like to show off my stuff all the time. And it's just what I like to do. So, so yeah, so now I'm well aware that I need to just keep things to myself pretty much. Even though having a podcast makes my life public. But, oh, well, at least you enjoy the stories, though. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, guys, just figured I'd come on here and give a bit of a story for you all and i don't know it just it just popped in my head the other day because i retold it again to to someone and so i was like you know what be a hell of a good idea to make a podcast on it so i said hell why not but anyway guys don't forget to follow me on instagram uh el tejano down under and check out my soundcloud too it's i'll put it in the link or i'll put the link in the description and whatnot but um anyway guys y'all have a good one this is el tejano down under signing off